Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Taz Show, Jim Kelly's off, Devin Peacock's here with me. And now I have this to worry about. Another story, you just came in here and said, hey Taz, have you heard about the measles outbreak? So I got this on my mind too. Yeah, there's a a huge measles outbreak in uh, Washington State. And there's this one woman, you know how on Facebook you can just ask for recommendations and people can either respond. Chime in, yeah. Yeah, they can chime in. This one woman decided to go that route on, she's in Washington State and said, my three-year-old is not vaccinated and there's currently a measles outbreak in my state. Any suggestions for precautions I can take to protect her, which would be very much appreciated? Uh, get her vaccinated? <laughs> <laughs> so the the comments have been savage uh, for this woman. She's an anti-vaxxer, She's I'm an assuming. anti-vaxxer. She actually, she posted in a uh, natural health anti-vax community looking for recommendations. Some uh, people who do believe in vaccinations, though, uh, dominated the comments and, like, they held no prisoners. Uh, one person had a comment, uh, precautions, don't get too attached to that child. Um, There was another person who said, uh, best part of knocking up anti-vaxxers, only nine years of child support instead of 18. Oh, man, these are awful. Like, they did not hold back. There was one person who said, unvaccinated children are like dark humor. They never get old. (laughs) There was uh, one person who said, uh, just between us, this kid's not your favorite, right? (laughs) And it's just like they just did. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. There was uh, one guy who wrote, uh, I was vaccinated, but I also ate kale once. I'll let you decide why I've never had the measles. That's a heated, uh, it, it's like the flat earth thing. If somebody believes that the earth is flat, there's nothing you can say to convince them, right? No, well, I mean, these people, you know, they're they're just going to town on this woman but it's not going to change her mind like it's been I, I think it's been proven like if if you just like if someone says they believe in something whether it's anti-vaccination or anything else like let next week at city hall they're gonna be talking about water fluoridation that's another one that's pretty passionate fluoride in the water yeah. is just population control by the government 100 percent. well there have been a lot of cities in the in the country windsor uh back in 2013 got rid of it and they just put it back in last month because they had tooth decay. Yeah. Have you seen people from Windsor smile? <laughs> Me neither. They don't have anything to smile about. <laughs> but if you tell someone who uh, doesn't believe in putting fluoride in the water or vaccinations, you know, they're stupid and they're idiots, that's not going to change their mind. No. Calling because, them names not yeah. gonna help, isn't going to help the situation. And, and that goes for but anything. But unfortunately, giving them scientific evidence isn't going to help the situation no. either. So you might as well just ignore them. The thing I don't get, though, is why people on like go to Facebook and just ask questions. Like, you know, just random things when you can just Google it instead. Because they want attention. I guess. But, like, do you want, like, if I said, like, hey, listen, um, my nipples have tripled in size. Anyone got any ideas for why this is happening? (laughs) Maybe just Google, hey, nipples tripled in size, good or bad. (laughs) Like, hey, my innies become an Audi and I think it winked at me. Should I be worried? Like... (laughs) Eat some kale. Yeah. That's the solution for both of those problems, Dev. Are you having issues with your nipples? (laughs) Only one of them. (laughs) 
We have the king of Budweiser Gardens on the phone. He won it all for 2019. Two tickets to every single event. Ben Townsend, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good, man. Have you been going to a lot of shows and events? Well, I've been to a lot of events. I've been to the Lightning and uh, the Knights, a lot of Knights. I haven't been to a concert yet. Tonight's the first one. Brian Adams thing. Yeah, that'll be good. Brian Adams, yeah. and I hear you've got a hot date. I do. I'm bringing my mom. You and your mom yeah. spent a lot of time when you were younger listening to Brian Adams together? Yeah, she's a big fan. So Is she? Well, that's yeah. going to be cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I got an email here from Box Office Brent at Bud Gardens. We want to share some news with your mom, so let's give her a call. What's her name? Cindy. Cindy? Yeah. Hopefully we can get her on the phone here. I think she's going to like this. Hello. Hi, Cindy. Hello. It's Taz from FM 96, and we've got your son, Ben, on the phone as well. Morning, Mom. Hi, honey. Hi. <laughs> What's going on? You must be so proud of your, uh, your little boy. Oh, I always, yes. <laughs> Two tickets to everything for a year at Budweiser Gardens. You never imagined he'd be able oh, to pull off something like this. Never, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I am very proud and well, excited. <laughs> yeah, we heard that uh, you're you're reaping some of the benefit tonight with a Brian Adams concert. That'll be yes. good, huh? I'm very excited about that. Uh, what's your favorite Brian Adams song, Cindy? Um, probably "Summer of '69." It's a classic. That's yeah. a, that's a good party song. Yeah. What about everything I do, I do it for you? Oh, gosh, yeah. That's a good I one. I don't think there's any I don't like. <laughs> it's a, Back in the 90s, if your parents had uh, everything I do, I do it for you blaring in their bedroom, you wanted to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> you knew there was some magic happening behind those doors. <laughs> Sorry for that visual, Ben. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> well, we don't do anything halfway here at FM 96. And same with Budweiser Garden. So, box office Brent found out, uh, Ben, that your mom was a huge Brian Adams fan. And he is going to upgrade you both. You're sitting in the front row tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, my. You are going to be right up there for the summer of 69, Cindy. Oh, my. <laughs> that's I'm awesome. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, two tickets to end everything for a year, and uh, these two are as close as you can get to Brian Adams. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, thank you. Oh, my. <laughs> you might want to make a sign or something. <laughs> There's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You two, enjoy the show. Let us know how it was. Give us a call tomorrow, okay? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, Brian Adams in town tonight, and there's a couple tickets still available if you want to go check them out last minute. Budweiser Gardens box office or BudweiserGardens.com. Doug Ford and the Conservatives discussing, it's not a done deal yet, but they're discussing the possibility of getting rid of full-day kindergarten here in Ontario. Next year, definitely a go, but after that, 
it's up in the air. They they could cancel it, which is great news for me. I've got a two-year-old at home who probably would be starting kindergarten just around the time they cancel it if they do. Let's take some calls. Go ahead. You're on FM 96. Yeah, I'm calling in about the uh, the kindergarten. Yeah, do you think kindergarten should be an all-day thing? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, not everybody can afford fantastic daycare, and uh, you know, I've got I've got a kid who's who's two years old right now, and uh, I got another one on the way. And uh, even though I really like my daycare provider, I think uh, I think it's just going to be beneficial for the kids to get in early in, in something they're going to be in for the next eighteen what maybe not that many years, 14 years of their life. And the money thing aside, I think it's nice for kids to have a routine where yeah. it's like you're going to school every day because the other alternative, there's half-day kindergarten would be an option, and then there's like one day on, one day off kindergarten, which seems like a huge convenience for ev- inconvenience for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. That would be rough for both me and my wife. Like, we both work full-time. She shift work. I work every day. Um, well, except weekends. I'm in like... The- the five days. So right. having full days is convenient for us. Well, it makes for an easier transition to grade one as well because they're already in the system a little bit and they're yeah, more comfortable as they, as they move up. Right. Hey, yeah. fingers no, crossed for you and I, buddy, that it, uh, it, they don't take it away, huh? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ted. See ya. Hi, FM 96. Hi, I have an opinion about the uh, all-day daycare. All-day kindergarten, yeah. All-day, yes, kindergarten. Um even though it costs uh, $1.1 billion uh, every year, no one ever thinks about the productivity level of the parents. Now that they have to take the day off or, or, or change their schedule to pick up their children, like the amount of money that's lost in productivity every year. Yeah, that's so true. No, no one ever looks at that. And like Dev said, you're saving 1000 bucks a month on, on having to put your kid in daycare. You're going to be spending that money somewhere. So there is an economic uh, bonus on that side of things too, right? Oh, exactly. Hi, FM 96. Yeah, I'm calling about full-day uh, kindergarten thing. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter's the same as your son. She'll be going about that same time, so... <laughs> And so don't cancel it until like six or seven years from now. <laughs> exactly. I do what you want. But I mean, you know, my wife and I both work straight days, right? So, yeah. I mean, one of us got to quit our jobs or something. If not, then they got to find a way to get her from, right. you know, school to, to a daycare. Burden grandma and grandpa to pick the kid up every day and then take them to their house. And then uh, it just, it's, it's going to be. A huge inconvenience for everybody. Here's a text message. Hi, Taz and Dev. I'm a kindergarten teacher. I cannot imagine what some of my students would be doing with their days if they weren't in the safety of our classroom. We need to remember that kindergarten is the most beneficial for the children. And if you disagree, don't send your child to kindergarten because it's optional. Really? I didn't realize kindergarten was optional. I didn't know that either. But uh, I'm going to take the option of sending my kid to kindergarten because I don't have to pay for it well, like yeah. I do daycare. Well, I mean, here's, here's the other thing, too. We always talk about, you know, our kids and, you know, scores uh, education-wise with against other kids from around the world. Uh, there's, like, the Ministry of Education's own research has shown that uh, kids are better, more likely to achieve academic success in grade one if they're in it. Other researchers showed kids. Uh, score higher on reading, writing, number knowledge, but are able to manage stress and self-regulate if they're in full-day kindergarten. Right. Yeah, that's why I want it.
<laughs> it's, it's not just about the money it's that stuff too so i haven't heard every caller but um i haven't heard anybody mention the fact that the arguments for all day kindergarten and um concerns about what would happen to those kids if they didn't go almost implies or assumes that being at home with the parent would somehow be a negative thing yeah um i mean kids for lots of years didn't have the option of going to kindergarten at all, and certainly not. Well, there's a lot of families, and I'm not sure this kindergarten teacher who just sent us this note, I don't know where she teaches, what type of school she teaches in, but I'm sure there are a lot of students that would be a lot worse off at home with their parents than at school. And that could be. And then, but then the flip side of that argument, so, you know, my kids are now 13 and 17, and so we did have to pay. When the one of them, when the older one went, it was half days every day which was far more inconvenient. We actually had to pay for a bus to take him from daycare to school every day, which also when you've got a kid in kindergarten is kind of concerning having them on a school bus. Yeah. Um, then when the 13-year-old went, it was all day every other day, which was at least a lot better because she was in school like all day on the day she was there and then in uh, in daycare the other day. And, right. I mean, the, the daycares that they have these days are amazing. I mean, they're basically taught by the same um, ECE uh, teachers that are in the schools for the time that they're not being actually instructed. Yeah. And really, kindergarten, JKNSK, it's not really about education in the traditional sense. It's just about exploring and, you know, learning about the world. So, I mean, they're not learning math and geography and all that sort of stuff. Well, I I wouldn't Um, say that because my son is going to daycare right now and he's learning math and, you know, they talk about geography and give him a sense of a lot of different subjects. So if you can say that about kindergarten, you could say it about, like, when? why not say keep kids at home until they're seven? You know, it's up to the parents to provide uh, education until they turn seven. Yeah, what I mean, though, is that a daycare is going to provide this, that same level of learning. The same Right, but, pri- but private schools could provide the same level, if not better, than the public school system. So should we just get rid of schools altogether and make everyone fend for themselves when it comes, for, comes to paying for it? Well, sure. Is that what you want? <laughs> no, it's not what I want. <laughs> All I'm saying is that, you know, for a lot of years, this didn't exist. And so, you know, when you look at parents like myself, Sure, I was working then, but pretty much all of my income was going towards paying for daycare. Um, the benefit was that afterwards, when they were in school, then I still had that job and I still had that income. Um, you know, so obviously we all make our choices what we're going to do in life. Are we going to, is one of us going to stay home with the kids? Is one of us, are we both going to work and pay expenses, you know, daycare bills? Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's all kind of relative, but because I went through it and had to put both kids through it and pay for it, um, I kind of wouldn't mind it going back to that because we have a huge deficit in, in the country and the province that we need to start to to stop going into debt. And so I'm sorry that it doesn't help you any, but that's kind of where no, I, I appreciate I appreciate your point of view, and I'm just getting a text message from uh, one of my buddies saying, uh, hey, Taz, correct yourself, saying you don't have to pay for it. You will be paying for it, and so will every Canadian. It's called taxes. Don't forget, nothing's free. Don't be so naive. That's true. We're all paying for it one way or another. Paying for it. But here's the thing. I'm going to get taxed the same amount 
whether or not my kids in kindergarten all day or not. So I'd rather have that extra twelve hundred bucks a month in my bank account. Sure, <laughs> and we're all we're all going to have. And I'm sure, and I'm sure you'd feel the same if your kids weren't thirteen and fourteen; they were two and three. My kids were that age; I'd be standing right next to you. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. We are playing fake news. You choose, and Lee is our contestant. What's going on, Lee? Not much. Just getting ready for work. Yeah, are you working indoors or outdoors today? Uh, Outdoors, so probably won't be working long. (laughs) What do you do? Uh, just framing and stuff like that. Whew. Yeah, that's a chilly yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, can be. Yeah. You don't even have walls to hide behind because. Well, that's what you get. That's what makes you get the work done, right? Because you got to get those walls up to shield <laughs> <That's right>. yourself. <laughs> okay, so the game works like this: we're going to give you headlines. Yeah. Um, you have to guess whether or not they are real or fake. Yeah. Some of them are actual news stories. Others, just nonsense that Devin and I came up with. Uh, if you are correct, you'll hear this noise. You are fake yeah. news. If you are wrong, you will hear this. Failing pile of garbage. Okay. Yeah, There's sounds good. five headlines. you got to get at least three of them. Okay. Starting with this one. Even adults sleep better when they're rocked to sleep. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, true. A, that's a real headline. Yeah, real headline. You are fake news. Yeah. All right. Researchers found adults sleep better when they're in a bed that has a motor gently rocking it back and forth. (laughs) You only find those beds at the classy hotels, right? Yeah, the real ones. Yeah, for 25 cents. Put in a quarter. Uh, Researchers say that when we rock, our brains catch on to the rhythm, and it helps us prepare for a deeper sleep. Little tip for you there. Well, there you go. Next headline, fake news you choose. A man admits he dated a cockroach, then ate her when she died. Nah, uh, false. That would have been the Inquirer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Failing oh. pile of garbage. <laughs> 25-year-old guy, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, lives in Japan. He's been obsessed with bugs since he was a kid. He got really serious with a cockroach named Lisa. <laughs> 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 and uh, when Lisa passed away, he wanted to be uh, really close to her, so he ate Lisa. Oh, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's moaning and groaning? Is that your cockroach in the background there, or is that an actual lady? <laughs> no, not no one in the background. No, I, I'm sure I heard a voice, Lee. Oh, oh my wife, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot she was there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, she's sitting right beside me. I didn't... I didn't... <laughs> Yeah, anyways, next question. Next headline here. Fake news you choose. Man suing airline after lower intestine sucked out during accidental toilet flush mid-flight. That's got to be fake news. Yeah, that is fake. You are fake news. But you've heard those airline toilets flush. It sounds like it's possible. (laughs) Oh, it does sound Terrifying. So loud. You think the plane's going down every time someone flushes the toilet on one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Next headline. During the cold snap, the city of Chicago is setting up uh, friction huts so pedestrians can rub together and warm up. That's true. No, that what? is complete nonsense. Uh, Failing garbage. It, do, it sounds like a good idea, but you yeah. know that creeps would start abusing it and ruin it for everybody, right? I was just going to yeah. say I'd go to that, but maybe I'm a yeah. creep. Dev would be just in the friction hut all day. 
Yeah. Deb's taking right. the rest of the week off. <laughs> He's in the friction hut. Okay, you get this one right. We'll give you the prize anyways, okay? Sounds good. Well, I'm two for two, right? Did you, have, did you have two of them? Okay. Yeah. So this is for the win. Okay, right on. A teenager fakes his own kidnapping to scam his mom out of $130. That's true. Yes, it you is. Are fake news. <laughs> Happened All in right. South Carolina. A 19-year-old named Emmanuel uh, got someone to call his mom. The guy on the phone said, put 130 bucks in a mailbox at this address <laughs> or your son will die. The, fan, uh, the, the plan fell apart instantly, though, because the address that uh, they gave her was Emmanuel's dad's house. So, obviously, <laughs> she recognized it, called the cops, and now Emmanuel is facing 10 years in jail and a $5,000 fine. Well, why would you ask for one thirty? That just seems like a weird number to ask for. It's that. a very specific number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, what's a new PlayStation cost? Yeah. I mean, obviously for something, right? Yeah. Well, Lee, congratulations to you and your wife if you yeah. want to take yeah. her. No, she's coming. Yeah, oh, for sure. You're going to see our buddy Ed the Sock at London Music Hall for his War on Stupid tour. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.